Welcome to Local Matters. I'm your host, Matt Swallows. I will be looking at topics that affect us locally in both our city, county governments, ongoing concerns across our community, issues we want to we, we hear about but we want to better understand. And this time of year when it is getting it is spring, it's getting time to be outdoors. We are going to talk to the park manager at Burgess Falls State Park, Mr. Bill Summers. Mr. Summers, welcome. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, well, it's it's the weather's been good off and on so far. Have have you guys been busy yet? We've been busy. We stay consistently busy. When the weather starts to break, even in February, we can be at capacity on the weekends. Really, really. So, so you're at Burgess Falls. Tell me, tell me a little bit about Burgess Falls State Park. Uh, Burgess Falls is a state natural area by legal designation, which it has a little bit more protection than typical state parks, but it's managed under the umbrella of Tennessee State Parks. Uh, along with Burgess Falls State Natural Area, I also manage Window Cliff State Natural Area, which is a new addition to the state park system. Okay, okay. So how how big of an area are we talking about Do you, as far as all of Burgess Falls? Burgess Falls is 210 acres and Window Cliffs is 250 acres. Okay, and now is Window Cliffs, is it new? Is it a new addition to the park system? It is new. It has been open since April 7th of 2017. Okay. So it was a priority years ago to add it as a natural area and did not have willing sellers until recently. So really? our department put a priority on it. We worked with many different agencies and nonprofits and to, not only to purchase the property, but also to build the trails in the last few years. Now, for those of those of you that are listening out there, Burgess Falls, I mean, I know a lot of folks are familiar with it, know where it is. Where exactly is Burgess Falls State Park? Burgess Falls is on the White County and Putnam County line. It's about eight miles south of Cookville. And it's, you mentioned February. So is Burgess Falls, is it open year round? Yes, we're open year round from 8 a.m. until half an hour before sunset. Okay. Obviously there's some peak seasons, I'm sure. (laughs) We have a peak season about eight months. We are consistently busy through November. What are some of the, I guess, the highlights of it? If if you, if it's a first time visitor to Burgess Falls, what would you tell them? They come up and say, you know, Mr. Summers, where should we start first? What would be the best thing to see? And, and if we only have a little bit of time or if we have all day? Well, Burgess is kind of unique in that it has four fairly significant waterfalls within a short span. Okay. From the Cascades to the 30-foot high waterfall to the 80-foot middle falls and to the big falls, which is 136-foot high. So from near the trailhead to the base of the big falls, the river drops about 300 feet in elevation. So, wow. And the Falling Water River is a high-volume river for this area. Okay. okay. And many people come for that. We do have a strong junior ranger and educational program at Burgess. We were, we, my staff worked hard, and we won the Governor's Award for Excellence in Education in 2011 for our program. So we have spring camps, winter camps, and summer junior ranger oh, really? camps. Really? So t- tell me a little bit more about those camps. I mean, um what age range and what are some of the things they do? And We offer a wide variety of different camps. Um, like the, we have several camps for little kids, five to eight years old. And okay. then our regular camps in the spring and in the summer, they're eight to 12 years old. And we also offer an advanced camp, which is the older kids, usually from about 10 to 15 years old. And these are day camps? These are day camps, yes. Okay. So do you kind of coordinate like the spring, like with their spring break? We do. County, we or? do with... White County and Putnam County on those two spring breaks. And we also have a lot of homeschoolers that attend. Okay. 
Okay, good. So obviously you have you have help. It's not just you at Burgess Falls. <laughs> no, it's myself and four park rangers, and we've got an excellent secretary as well, and a couple seasonals throughout the year. Okay, well, good. So um, now you mentioned window cliffs. Tell me a little bit more about window cliffs. You said you said it was uh, maybe a privately owned area. Um, yes, there were um, three main properties, um, and they became willing sellers and were interested in selling to the state. So. The state was able to purchase these three properties, which totaled 250 acres, and then we were able to build the trail system and have it open. And it's, it is a fairly strenuous five and a half mile round trip hike that is nine creek crossings that are bridgeless, and it's more of an ad- adventure type of a hike, mm-hmm. and adds a good complement to Burgess. The hike at Burgess is about a mile and a half round trip, and is much easier than the hike over there. Okay, so so with the window cliffs is is much longer, and it is quite a bit more strenuous. It is and, definitely, and people that have been there tend to bring another pair of shoes to tra- change out into before they do the creek crossings, which mm-hmm. we recommend. And, and of course, I, I believe this is true. I don't want to scare people away when when they when you hear window cliffs is a little more adventurous. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you don't have to do the whole five miles, right? I mean, there are certain spots you can turn around and correct. Back, yep. So it's a um, same route in and same route out. Some people come and they'll hike a mile for exercise or they'll go down and hike two miles in and, and then come back, but it's not mandatory at all. They do the whole thing. Yeah. So no, so the ones with, I guess, younger children or, or not as, uh, I guess not as not expert hikers shouldn't be afraid to go still try it out for at least a little while, a little while. And it's it's a good hike, whether you do the whole thing or just a portion of it. We are meeting with, um, Park manager of Burgess Falls Park, uh, Mr. Bill Summers, talking about Burgess Falls in particular, but we're going to be touching on a lot of the other parks in the area and just the natural beauty that brings people to uh, Cookville, the Upper Cumberland area. And and more times than not, when when I travel and talk to people, they they will name a park, uh, whether it be Burgess Falls, Cummins Falls, Fall Creek Falls, something. So uh, speaking to Mr. Summers today and, and talking right now about Burgess Falls, Obviously, I guess the summer is is the peak season, and 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 are there times that I guess if for listeners out there uh, that have not been or are they wanting to come, would there be a better time to come than others? It depends. Um, coming during the week, we're less busy. Uh, even in March, I can have fifteen thousand people at Burgess. Really, and then April and May up to twenty thousand each month, and June, July, and August. It can vary up to 25,000 people. Wow. So, I mean, how many visitors a year come through Burgess Falls? Twelve years ago, my visitation for Burgess Falls was 65,000. And then last year with Window Cliffs and Burgess Falls, we had a little over 212,000. Wow. What do you, I mean, what do you contribute to the increase? I mean, other than obviously the addition of Window Cliffs, but even that is more than twofold, right? It is. um, Is there something that's pushing that, you think? I think we've done a really good job to the best we can to keep the park up and be there when visitors need help, but also word of mouth, uh, uh, social media. Has, mm-hmm. It's good to be busy. Uh, yeah. Busy is usually a good thing, right? It is. Usually <laughs> a good thing. So you mentioned the Junior Ranger mm-hmm. uh, program. What are some other programs that Burgess Falls has uh, or, uh, I guess, annual visitors that come do certain things there? What Are there any other programs that Burgess Falls offers for, for groups to come? We have our annual Butterfly Garden celebration the third weekend, the third Saturday of July every year. And that's the Butterfly Garden that the Putnam County Master Gardeners 
assisted with building years ago and won a governor's award. And oh, wow. every year they help, they teach the White County Girl Scouts how to garden and they work in the butterfly garden to help us maintain it. Uh, that's one big thing, but so they work with the Girl Scouts. They do work with the Girl Scouts. Okay. We have an annual day every year, usually in April or in May, depending upon the time of year. The most weekends, we are there just to assist visitors, answer questions, and keep the park running. Okay, okay. Um, I believe there's a few projects that recently maybe got approved for some funding to add additional. Uh, things to the park or improve some facilities. Talk about that a little bit. Uh, we've my budget has increased as my visitation has increased and as Window Cliff has been added. Uh, we've been able to rebuild all the trail bridges at Burgess Falls in the last few years, um, redo some of the playground. But we've also got a project that's been we've been working on for many years. But it's now begun. It's to extend the restrooms, make them more accessible, rebuild the little observation area overlooking the lake and make it accessible then build a new overlook that's accessible looking and viewing the upper falls those have been started right have correct they, are they, they are complete been, they're not complete they are due to be complete by mid-july okay so kind of right, right in the middle of peak season kind of right it is it was challenging to find a time when we don't have visitors but it's we do have the contractors have provided porta potties and It'll be good to be done, and I know the public will appreciate having more restrooms. What we, with the visitation increasing, the restrooms have not been adequate to serve our public. Right. So, I mean, you more than doubled the size of the park with window cliffs, right, and still had the same, I guess, Correct. base facilities. Correct. And window cliffs has two porta potties that are out there all the time, and okay, they they serve and they're you know cleaned regularly also. Okay, good. So if, if, if I'm new or, or if I'm not new, if I'm just coming to Burgess Falls, um, I mean, are there maps I can go by? I mean, you guys would be there if I pull in and park and say, hey, I want to go to, you know, I'm, I'm very beginner. I've got my little kids. Where should I go? What should I, do? I mean, there's plenty of yeah, information. One can download maps. Um, also go to the state park website and go to Burgess Falls. We also have a state park fa- Facebook page and a Burgess Falls Facebook page now. But we're there every day, at least a couple of us, and uh, we'll be either on the trail, park office, but we'll be there or at Window Cliffs. Okay, and you say every day. Is that seven days a week? Seven days a week, Wow, so do you you ever close for like, you know, I've heard that sometimes the schools close for snow around here. So do you guys close for snow or excessive rain or weather? Very, very rarely. If if it is an exceptional amount of rain, uh, we need to close window cliffs because it's creek crossings but that's a rare event okay so yeah okay you did I've, I've heard that before so i guess there could be times with there's several days of a lot of rain that there that could window be. cliffs could be closed but right? it's, a, it's a very rare event that we close burgess falls okay has it been closed since you guys have been open as a did it open it open last year w- window cliffs yes. yes we've had to close it um maybe once every week due to high rain on average since we've been open. But we've had about 40,000 visitors last calendar year since we opened April 7th, 2017. Okay. We are talking with uh, Park Manager Bill Summers of Burgess Falls State Park. Uh, And when we return, we're going to talk about all the other state parks we have in our area and just the natural beauty that brings everybody to Tennessee. Welcome back to Local Matters. I'm your host, Matt Swallows, and today we are speaking with Park Manager Bill Summers from Burgess Falls State Park, who has recently 
celebrated one year of Window Cliffs. Is that correct? Yes. It's been one year as of April 7th that Window Cliffs has been open. Awesome. So you more than, well, you doubled the size of the park. Yes. With the new natural area, we've gone from 210 acres to 460. Wow. And we talked about uh, attendance or um, how many people come through a year uh, in the first half of the show. And it was, uh, I think you it went from 60-something thousand to 200-something thousand. Um, I imagine that has a huge economic impact in our area, directly and indirectly. Yeah, last calendar year, we had 212,000 visitors. And it does have, a, we think, a huge indirect economic impact. Many people come from all over. The Rangers and I did a fairly unique study over three years. No more than once a day, we would go out and count every license tag. We'd check off where they're from in the state, which state. What we found was about 25% are from Putnam and White County, about 25% are from out of state, and then the rest are from other counties in the state, most of which are from the five counties around Nashville. Really? But from all over the country. Wow. So 25% of the visitors are, are from out of state. Out of state. Correct. 25% are pretty much local, let's say. Pretty much, yes. So 50%. So 25% are local. Mm-hmm. Uh, another 25% are out of state, and then the 50% are just spread across Tennessee. But uh, quite a few of them from the from the middle ten- from Nashville area? Quite a few from the middle Tennessee. And we we strive to keep a good quality visitor experience and balance protection of the resource and sustainable tourism and that's, that is a lot of people in a small little park. So uh, my, the rangers and the staff, they do as good a job they can to keep everything running. And, and touching on the economic impact again, I would imagine most of the folks that come from out of state, unless it's you know the bordering the counties of Kentucky, uh, probably stay all night, probably eat dinner, do something like that in this area. Have you Do you know much about that data? We don't have data on that. I know that when I first came to Burgess Falls in 2014, Burgess was not as much of a destination as it become. People will at times plan their trip or their vacation to make sure they hit Burgess Falls. So mm-hmm. I wish we did have data on how many are staying. It would, it would be good to have that. But that was uh, it's, it's just a huge economic impact and a huge economic driver for both counties, for the region, actually. Because uh, even I, I would imagine some that come within the state even stay all night. And they obviously have to get gas, probably have to get food. They have to do a lot of other things, you know. And so yeah, do a little local shopping maybe. Yeah, true. Just if they even fill up their car with gas or uh, find something to eat, that really adds up, especially with 200,000 visitors. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. So we've been talking about Burgess Falls State Park. And right now we're, we're speaking with uh, park manager Bill Summers from Burgess Falls State Park, and we've been talking about Burgess Falls. Now let's let's touch a little bit about about all the parks in our area, because I mean, I feel like we are known or getting known, if not already known, for our just natural beauty in this whole entire region. And I think that's what drives folks here um, is is uh, not this wonderful radio station necessarily. It is the natural beauty. Mm-hmm. So uh, talk a little bit about, more about some of the local parks. So we've got Burgess Falls, and what are some of the others that we have? Uh, the Upper Cumberland and the Highland Rim have just an awesome amount of diverse parks, and they all offer something different. Uh, Standing Stone, north of us, it's about 2,600 acres. They have camping, they have cabins, they also have a wide variety of trails. 
Cummins Falls, north of us, is also a very busy day-use park. They have uh, several trails, and their visitation has also increased dramatically over the last few years. Alvin C. York Historic Area is busy and has a wonderful story to tell. Pickett is a very large state park. They have cabins, camping, a lot of hiking up there. Rock Island, south of us, has a number of large waterfalls. They also have cabins, campground, hiking, camping. Um, Fall Creek Falls, just south of us, is one of the largest state parks. I was about to say, that's probably the largest one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, a little over, 20, I think, 25,000 acres now. Is that is that one of the largest in the state? It is, yes, along with Frozen Head. Frozen Head, Which okay. is also um, mid-20,000 acres. Okay. And... Uh, I should say now, I believe South Cumberland is now the largest by a little bit. It's a, got nine separate areas scattered about a number of counties. Really? The largest single section of the nine areas is would be Savage, Gulf, Stone Door area. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I learn something every time I do this radio show, I tell you. Um, <clears throat> so that that's, I mean, with Burgess Falls having 200-something thousand folks, if you add up the rest of the the rest of the people that come through the other state parks, the the e- economic impact of our natural beauty, our state parks, it, it may be the largest tourism draw for our whole state. Even it could be. Who knows? I mean, it may be. I, I'm unsure. I know it it does play a large factor into mm-hmm. bringing people here. And yeah. So, but of course, you mentioned mm-hmm. some of them. Of course, that uh, some of them you mentioned are day parks, right? Correct. So, so Burgess Falls is a day park. Correct. Cummins Falls is a day park. Yes. Um, are there the other any others that are day parks? Alvin York is also a day park. Uh, the ones that have overnight accommodations are Edgar Evans. That's west of us. East of us is Cumberland Mountain. Standing Stone has overnight accommodations. Pickett, Rock Island, Fall Creek. And of course, a lot of these not not only do you just go there and camp. They have cabins. They have shelters. They have people have their family reunions there, weddings there. They do corporate they, retreats they even. Do. And some of the bigger parks have a lot more facilities in, in order to have conventions or weddings, family reunions. Uh, Fall Creek Falls has a restaurant, does it? They do. And they're um, in a lodge, even, maybe? To in the, yes, and in the process of rebuilding that. I'm unsure of the specifications on that and when that's going to okay. be done. Okay. Um, and do they have a golf course? They do have a golf course. At Fall do, Creek. do any other parks around here have golf courses? Fall Creek Falls does, and also Cumberland Mountain. Okay. So there's just all there's just all kinds. Of, I mean, I know I've seen like at Standing Stone, I think Fall Creek Falls as well, like even paddle boats, those mm-hmm. type things. So there's there's all kinds of opportunities to take your family and do. Yeah, there's a if you're not an outdoors person necessarily, I'm, you may play golf. You you could just uh, you stay in the lodge. You could have a family reunion there, right? You can. Yeah, there's a wide variety of different recreational opportunities, especially in the Upper Cumberland region. We're speaking today with Park Manager Bill Summers from Burgess Falls State Park, and we've talked. A lot about Burgess Falls and a lot about the, the parks that are in our region that, that draw people here to, to see this beautiful area. And like I said, we talked a lot about the parks, but what about the folks that run the parks? Of course, of course Bill, you're a park manager uh, and you have several folks underneath you that help you with Burgess Falls. Correct. Which I guess would be park rangers, right? Yes. Um, tell us a little bit about a park manager, park ranger. Do they differ? What are their jobs? What, what's their education and how do they get trained? But a minimum to be a park ranger or a park manager, you have to have a four-year degree mm-hmm. and then go to the police academy, basic police school. Okay. And then medical training after that. And the medical training can vary. Many are EMRs, emergency medical responders. We do have paramedics and EMTs also okay. in the system. And then after 
a certain time we all specialize. Some are on the search and rescue team. Some are on the swift water team. Um, some on the firefighting team. Uh, and it kind of runs the gamut. Um, but I do a little more administrative work as a park manager, but I also work in the field quite a bit. And, you know, all park rangers up to a certain point, we do everything or make sure it gets done. And that can be anything from enforcement to medical response to education to maintenance. Uh, but it has to be done one way or another. Right, right. So imagine that training comes in very handy. I mean, because we're not talking, I mean, we're talking about places that you go and you hike. I mean, your heart rate gets up. You, you could slip and fall. There's a lot of different things that can happen. Do you guys run across that quite a bit throughout throughout the year? I mean, needing to, I guess, administer first aid or anything like that? We do. It, it can run from a minor first aid incident all the way to a really bad incident. But we have, we also have great partners in Putnam County, not only the sheriff's department, but the rescue squad and everything on EMS. They'll respond when we have a major emergency and send people out to help carry someone out, whether at the falls or at window cliffs, in order to get them to an ambulance and then to proper medical. And then when we have a search or someone's lost, they also respond. But it can be a wide variety of different medical incidents. Wow. So, and this is another, I guess, kind of hot topic lately, but what about aid, AEDs? I mean, do you guys have defibrillators? On we do. Um, locations and I have them? got one AED in each of our patrol vehicles and also one at the park office. Okay. And, and I'm, I'm assuming most all parks have that, right? Yes, I believe every park does. Okay. And so, we're, of course, we're not talking, obviously, about specific training at Burgess Falls. We're talking about all park rangers. And so correct that expertise would be at any park that you go to. Yes, we've got a high standard of training, and most of the park rangers were seasonal rangers, so they have experience even coming in. Right, right, and probably some ongoing continuing education you guys have to do. We do. We have to remain post-certified as law enforcement officers. That's 40 hours a year plus additional training. Someone out there listening, someone young, where do they start? What do they need to do? What do they need to look into? Experience is very important. While they're in college, they can interview for a seasonal ranger position or even a seasonal labor position and start building experience. But our ranger corps and manager corps, they come with a wide variety of college degrees from biology to history to education. Um, we've got a wide variety of majors out there, wildlife. So you mentioned something about seasonal. Are there like internships for college folks or they can or can they come work seasonal like in the summer or during yeah, breaks each park has at least one seasonal ranger position which is typically in the summertime okay. it's a three and a half month position uh, and there are other positions too there are, some parks do have internships with americorps well today we've been meeting with uh park manager bill summers of burgess falls state park and uh manager summers thank you so much for for coming and giving us some time well thank you for having me i really appreciate it and uh, sounds like you guys are doing a phenomenal job at Burgess Falls. I mean, hearing all the folks that came through when you first got there and, all, and the number of folks that are coming through now. And uh, I tell you what, as a, uh, as a local taxpayer, I appreciate that direct and indirect economic uh, involvement that your, that your park provides for us. Thank you. We want to be relevant and offer a service and increase the quality of life for our citizens, not only in Tennessee, but who visit us throughout the country also. Well, thank you. And I want to, uh, I guess, invite everyone out there. Go see Burgess Falls. Go see Cummins Falls. Go see Fall Creek Falls. I'm not going to list all of them because there's so many in this region. But come see them. They're beautiful. There's a, a trained staff 
uh, right there to support you. And in case there's any emergencies, they're there. Please go see it. Uh, come visit us here locally and at the Upper Cumberland area. And Mr. Summers, thank you so much for your time. Well, thank you, sir.